The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, this has been a really fun series, hasn't it? We've been talking about when to worship God. And if you missed the previous episodes, I hope you'll go to jennifer-jackson.org and listen to the previous episodes because we talked about when to worship here on earth today. Now is the time. This day is the time. You know, the Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So we want to worship now. We want to worship here on earth. One day in heaven, we want to put God first. We talked about worshiping daily and weekly for our kids. And what about when an enemy is present? We talked about that when an enemy is present and we're under attack and up against an impossibility. That's when God will move. So today we're going to hear a little bit about Gideon and then we're going to move on and talk about when direction, when you need direction, it's a time to worship or when You want God's presence to just come when his presence needs to come. So I want you to listen. This is from the church next door on the west side of Columbus. That's my home church. Come see me. And we're right in the middle of when to worship. What about this? Gideon, he was under attack and he was up against an impossibility. Those Midianites. And Gideon was so afraid, wasn't he? He had no courage. And God kept telling him, okay, smaller army, smaller army, smaller army. He's down to like 300 guys and up against this enemy. But see, isn't that what God does? God says, no, you can't do this on your own, Gideon. And it's at that point where we say, I can't do this on my own, Lord. You have to do it. You are holy. You are mighty. You are great. You are awesome. You're the one I worship. You're the king. And you give him that highest place in your life. And then he can hold back and he can push back. The enemies. When do we worship God? We worship God when its direction is needed. That's another time when we worship God. You know, when we moved to Columbus 24 years ago this month, we, we had offers. We had job offers. We had a job offer in California. And I have to tell you, this was a really cool church. <laughs> it had seven buildings with these beautiful sidewalks connecting it. And I was like, Doyle, sunny California, seven buildings. I mean, it just sounded so beautiful. No. And then we had one in Hawaii. And I was like, aloha. I mean, I was dancing. I could see the beach. I mean, I just knew God had said Hawaii. I can feel it now, the sunshine. You know, we'll we'll, we'll wear our sunscreen. We can do this. No. Okay. Then there was this really cool church in New England. It was white, gorgeous organ. They had a parsonage with evergreen trees and a private school, Christian school for the kids. And I was like, yes, that sounds so much fun. I just thought, you know, a big old house with wood floors. And, you know, I just thought that would be neat to worship in that beautiful church with a white steeple. Our kids could get married there. It would be beautiful. No. Okay, okay, Lord. And I remember laying flat on my face 
on the basement. We had a cellar basement with a dryer rattling and the kids are sleeping, listening to Ron Cannoli saying, faith in our God, faith in our God. Lord, where do you want us to go? Where do you want us to go? We wanted to go home to Tennessee. So we, we, we said, okay, we want to go to Tennessee because that's where our family was. So we go to Tennessee, and we're sitting at the interview, and the, and the lady says to me, do you play the piano? I was like, no. And then she goes, do you wear open-toed, open-back shoes? I was like, yes. That wasn't the church for us. I hate to tell you. Oh, and then one day, I remember, we got a packet from the church next door in the mail. This was before all the, you know, fancy online stuff. Beautiful colored packet that Dan Patton had carefully put together. Photos of you. Beautiful. And we said, oh, wow, that's in Columbus. Maybe we could go there. And we, we drove up. You have to realize, we had been fasting and praying for nine months. Where, Lord, where? And when we drove up here, this was before the interview. We didn't even have an interview here yet. We just, we just drove up here. And we went down this little neighborhood here, and there was a back entrance to the church. I remember it was March. I had on a win- uh, still had on a winter coat. We're in cold Columbus. It was cold. And we stood out there and looked at the 34 acres. And then we looked at each other, and we were like, yep, that's it. That's it. Okay. We drove home, and later they gave us an interview, and we ended up coming here. There was no question. We knew it in our heart, and God had paved the way. And when you need direction, you begin to worship the Lord. Seek the Lord. Worship him with all of your heart. He's number one. It says in Exodus 23, 25, Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. He's going to bless your food and your water. We're so worried about all these things with this stupid virus. Worship the Lord. Let that fear go. It's 1 Samuel 1.19. Worship for your womb to be filled. This is Elkanah and Hannah. Early the next morning they rose and they worshiped before the Lord. Then they went back to their home at Ramah. Elkanah made love to his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. They needed direction. They went on to have a bunch of kids. But God guided them for their family. God might be guiding you to adopt a child. God might be guiding you to go with me to Kenya and adopt a kid there. God might be guiding you to have a couple more babies. But you want to worship him for your womb. Worship him ahead of time for your food, for your water. So when do we worship God? We worship him when God's presence comes to a home, to a church, to a hospital room. Doyle talked about this. God is spirit. He wants us to worship him in spirit and truth. It comes from a heart of honesty. It comes from in here. And what happens is when that happens, his presence will come. It says in Malachi 3.6 that there's actually a book of remembrance. That when we sit and talk about the Lord, do you ever do that? Do you have friends and you just sit around and you talk about the Lord? You talk about what he's done in your life? You talk about all the remembrances, all the times he was faithful about his goodness? It says in, in Malachi, there's a remembrance book. When we talk about the Lord, he, his presence comes. When we worship the Lord, his presence comes. 
That's when you want to do it. A, a friend of mine, she had a dream. And in the dream, it came three times about her brother. And the brother was bound by barbed wire in the dream. And she, she woke up and said, knelt by the bed and prayed, began to pray for her brother. And she felt the presence of the Lord filled the room. And it was like a fragrance. You know, the Bible talks about that. It talks about a fragrance of the Lord that comes. So as she prayed, as she worshiped, there came the fragrance. And that brother ended up, he's a fabulous Sunday school teacher for kids in his church. That brother got free. But it came, the presence of the Lord came. And that's when we, that's when we worship. It's after a dream. It's after a prayer. It's after kneeling at the bed. It's, it's as you, you say, God, here we are. I saw this. Help. And then his presence will come. And, and he's no respecter of persons. His presence is going to come to you and you and you and you and you and you and you as you worship God. Everything's free there. In the presence of God, there's a freedom. And there's, there's just this lightness. There's this hope. There's this encouragement. And that's why we worship God. That, that's where you can pour it all out and get it all out and see him move. And that's what I, I want to happen in your life. Sam's going to come, and he's going to lead us in a song. And as he does, just ask the Lord, you know, show me anything that make, made you number two, anything that you want me to pray about. Lord, he might give you a picture. He's going to show you something in your heart. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for this time. We worship you, God. We honor you. You're the creator. You are great. You are greatly to be praised. Come into our heart. Come into our mind. Set us free from fear. Set us free from loneliness. Set us free from grief. Set us free from depression today. Set us free from illness today. Set us free from discouragement today. As we worship you, all the ites, move them out. Move them out. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen. That's, that's a good prayer for today. I don't know about you, but I need that. When to worship. That's what we've been talking about this entire series, the the past previous three episodes as well. I I am encouraged when I worship the Lord, and I want you to be encouraged when you worship the Lord. Maybe you do need that direction today, or you just want to feel God's presence. You know, in American history, the circuit preachers, all the circuit riders, they would gather together once a month, and they would pray, and they would seek encouragement and God's direction together as a group for the churches in America. And that's one of the reasons that we need to go to church, because when we gather together with other believers and we worship God, it encourages our faith. It strengthens our faith. So I just want to personally invite you and welcome you to my our church, it's called The Church Next Door. It's on the west side of Columbus. If you do not have a home church, I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll come find me, introduce yourself, or go to your church. Go to a home church. But there's so much encouragement when we gather, uh, set aside a day for God, set aside some time just to honor him, to say, God, I need this time so I can make it through the week. I want to worship you. I want to praise you. That's where we grow. That's one of the ways. It's almost a marker in our week where we say, okay, God, I've stopped. I've paused. I've gathered with other believers. I've raised my hands. I've lifted my voice. And I wanted just you to know 
that I know where my place is. I know where your place is and I honor you. I worship you. I respect you. And I'm looking to you. You know, we, we, we can't do anything without his help. We need to worship him because his guidance, his presence, his direction, it's everything. It's, it's everything that we need. And he has those answers for you. He wants to be close to you. He loves you so much. He even dances and rejoices and sings over you because you are loved. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. This is just the first part of the show, so thank you for staying with us because I don't want you to miss this woman's story. She will build your faith. She will encourage your heart today, so stay right here. If you have a minute during the break, go to jennifer-jackson.org. Send me a message. I, I even have some prayers for you. There's so many resources. You can listen to the previous episodes at jennifer-jackson.org. Stay right here.